The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. I want to mention a great resource for writers, and this month's sponsor, Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. I'll expound later in the show, but the short version is this long-awaited book about the craft of creative writing from New York Times bestselling author Steve Almond sets out to debunk the well-meaning but misguided myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and most honest work. Pick up a copy today of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, wherever you buy books, more soon. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something special. Rainmaker FM. Welcome back to The Writer Files. This is your host, Kelton Reed, here to take you on another tour of the habits, habitats, and brands of renowned writers. And this week, the award-winning creator, producer, and host of the mega-hit Lore podcast, TV show, and a book series, Aaron Mankey, joined me to share how he created his scary storytelling universe from scratch, his writing regimen for success, and advice to fellow scribes. In less than three years, the writer and former graphic designer grew his humble, true-life, scary story podcast, Lore, from a small email list and an effort to market his self-published novels into a critically acclaimed show with more than 100 million downloads. The podcast won Apple Podcasts Bests of 2015 and 2016 and picked up a Best History Podcast 2016 from the Academy of Podcasters. Lore was also recently turned into an Amazon TV series by producers of The Walking Dead and The X-Files with Aaron as a co-executive producer, as well as a live tour and a book series from Penguin Random House. The World of Lore, Monstrous Creatures, is the first in a three-book series from the author. The books include both old and new tales from the world of lore, with their signature blend of history and the macabre to plumb the depths of our collective nightmares. Entertainment Weekly noted that Mankey dives deep into the world of folklore and the darker side of history in a quest to root out the fragment of truth at the bottom of our fears. The author has also been featured in the Huffington Post, The Guardian, Esquire, The Atlantic, USA Today, and many others. In part one of this file, Aaron and I discuss the writer's 10-year journey, including the lows, to award-winning podcast producer, how an indie novelist turned a crazy idea into a scary storytelling universe, why you need to get out of your writer's bubble, and the meticulous research and writing regimen that goes into the lore podcast. The Writer Files is brought to you by the all-new Studio Press Sites, a turnkey solution that combines the ease of an all-in-one website builder with the flexible power of WordPress. It's perfect for authors, bloggers, podcasters, and affiliate marketers, as well as those selling physical products, digital downloads, and membership programs. If you're ready to take your WordPress site to the next level, see for yourself why over 200,000 website owners trust StudioPress. Go to rainmaker.fm slash studiopress now. That's rainmaker.fm slash studiopress. And if you're a fan of the writer files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published. All right, we are rolling once again on the writer files and I am very pleased 
to have a special guest today, uh, writer Aaron Mankey uh, is joining us today. He's the creator, producer, host of the award-winning, critically acclaimed mega-hit podcast, Lore, and now uh, also executive producer of uh, the Lore TV show over on Amazon and lots of other good stuff going on there, including a book series. So welcome, Aaron. Thanks for coming on here to talk with us about your kind of your writing process. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah. So listeners uh, who maybe aren't familiar with Lore, it is fantastic. Uh, started as a podcast. Now it's all kinds of things, but um, it is about true life, scary stories. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, Aaron, maybe for listeners who aren't familiar with you and the Lore brand, catch us up a little bit on how kind of you came to be this producer and creator of this hit show, all these different branches of, of the Lore stuff, how, how you got here, the kind of the evolution of Lore. Well, I think like a lot of writers, you know, the, the, the origin stories are, are years ago or decades ago, you know, so for me, it was, you know, being assigned a, a short story during the Halloween season in fifth grade and, uh, you know, choosing to write something that was a little creepy and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, an assignment for writing purposes. It was because our teacher thought our handwriting was horrible and, you know, we were working on <laughs> cursive and. Right. So, you know, but I, I, I really fell in love with the process of telling a story, um, making people feel something by telling them that. I didn't know much beyond that, but I just knew it was fun. And I knew from fifth grade on, I wanted to be a writer when I grew up. So, um, you know, you like a lot of people, you, you just kind of force that into your life. You might be working as a counselor or as a cashier or whatever it is, but you go home and you're, you're writing uh, in the evenings or on the weekends or in your, your break times or whatever. And so for me, it was just years and years of constantly writing, and, and that evolved over time. Um, I'd say maybe a decade ago, or I really, I really started digging into, um, you know, what's it going to take to write a novel. Um, I wrote a really bad fantasy novel that um, is is at this point buried in my backyard. I won't, you know, <laughs> nobody, nobody's ever going to see that thing again. Um, but I, I discovered that that love of the the creepy tale had had stuck around and so i started to to try my hand at writing what i called supernatural thrillers i mean it's essentially what stephen king writes you know it's a yeah. story of a normal person put into unusual sometimes supernatural circumstances and how they handle that and i wanted my stories to have a, a very new england feel to them so i was researching lots of neat historical events or people or concepts or bits of folklore from the area that that gave it a little bit more of a New England texture. And I would find, you know, a dozen different items for any particular novel. And then I would, I'd only use two or three and I would keep the rest laying around. And, uh, you know, like most people doing the self-published slog, your, your challenge is always building an audience, finding more and more people to read your books so that you can build fans. And I had a mailing list at the time that was maybe 66 people, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I knew that that wasn't enough. If I, I had a book that was done, this was... Um, maybe February or March of 2015 and uh, I had a book that was done. I wanted to put it out there and I realized that if I let everybody on my list know and they all went out and bought it, I, I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. So, you know, <laughs> th this was all happening at the same time that I had a, a, my freelance design business was sort of winding down and I was trying not to um, take the normal path of going out and getting a day job that required commuting and all that, you know. So yeah. I... I, you know, it was kind of a, a hail Mary. I thought, why don't I, why don't I put 
some of these old historical tales I'd found into a little document I can give to people and say, hey, you know, this is stuff that you'll love because it feeds the books, it feeds the narrative. Uh, and I'll give it to you for free if you if you just sign up on my email list. You know, so that was the gimmick to get people to sign up. And I started writing it. It was going to be called My Five Favorite New England Myths. I wrote four of the five. It got to be about 10,000 words long. And I said, you know, this is not going to be a fun thing to read as a PDF on a phone because mm-hmm. PDFs are not fun. You have to pinch and zoom and they don't, you know, reformat to the size of your screen. It's it's a pain. So, so I dragged it to my trash can and I was just going to give up and, and quit. I wasn't going to write anymore. And uh, there's this moment as I'm hovering the icon over the trash can that I remember, you know, Aaron, you, you read all of your books through audiobook. As a designer sitting at a desk, that was what made sense to me, to have headphones on and read a book. Yeah. So I thought, well, I have a microphone. Um, I can learn everything else. Why don't I try recording these as audiobooks? And just, you know, my idea was to put them in a zip folder and let people download that. So I recorded one audio was horrible. Uh, <laughs> and so I needed something to take away a little bit of the mess. And I put some music underneath my voice and I sent it to my buddy. I said, Hey, um, can you, here's my idea. Can you listen to this and tell me if you think I should do it? And he said, don't do it. He said, this is a podcast. And, uh, I fought him for a while on it, but eventually gave in. And, and, uh, in about 48 hours, I did everything I needed to do. I learned, you know, how do you host a podcast file? How do you get it connected to iTunes? I branded it. I built a website, all that stuff. And then, and then went went live and, uh, you know, (laughs) the rest as a cliche as it is, the rest is history. Yeah. That's amazing. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers. Truth is the arrow. Mercy is the bow a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Author Steve Almond is a beloved professor at Harvard and Wesleyan and the acclaimed New York Times bestseller of 12 books of fiction and nonfiction. And in Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, Steve employs the radical empathy he displayed as a co-host of the Dear Sugars podcast with Cheryl Strayed, where they explored the joys and trials of storytelling to explode myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and truest work. The book includes chapters on plot, character, and chronology, but travels far beyond the earnest intentions of most craft books. It also includes writing prompts to generate new work. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Richard Russo called it one of the best books on writing he's ever read, and also the funniest. Pick up a copy of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories wherever you buy books and add it to your TBR today. And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders. And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join to get a preview, and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. Yeah. So you kind of, I mean, you did, you're an autodidact. You taught yourself how to do the, the audio thing, but it seems so 
kind of intrinsic to the to the experience and i know you know the storytelling piece and and the folklore piece you know obviously folklore one of my favorite classes in college by the way uh is oral kind of oral history so yeah. so you took you took the essence of that and you know really made it into an audio experience which which obviously has been a huge hit and almost going on three years now right you're you're approaching yeah um, it's one of a handful of awards, um, like Best History Podcast in 2016. It's been featured in, in many, many publications. And now it's this, it, the world of lore, which I'll point out, obviously, in the show notes. Um, you can poke around there. Theworldoflore.com, podcast, books, TV show, shop, premium stuff. I mean, it's really cool to see how it's exploded. I mean, in your wildest imagination, could, could you have imagined what it's become? Oh, absolutely not. No, I, I mean, my goal had been to sell some more self-published eBooks. You know, that was, I was hoping to, you know, maybe recoup the cost of the coffee I was drinking while I was writing. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's really cool to see. So yeah. So you're also a, a novelist and you've written a handful of, uh, these supernatural thrillers as well. So it's interesting. So did the, did the storytelling piece and the, the, the audio piece, when, when did you feel like it, it all kind of clicked? You know, was there a moment at the beginning of lore when you're like, oh, whoa, this is going to take off. This is going to be big. No, I mean, it's just a series of, of um, happy accidents. You know, the, the fact that I wrote the document at all, that became, I guess, the script for the first, you know, three episodes or so. Yeah. Um, and th- this idea that I, I really wanted that document to be a little you know, a little tongue in cheek, a little fun, a little approachable. I didn't want it to be this dry because history can be like that, right? History can just be this, this insurmountable obstacle that, oh my gosh, it's just dates and timelines and people and all that. And I, yeah. I knew that I had to get it across in a, a, a somewhat digestible way. And so, you know, I, in some ways what I do is pop history, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's me taking a, a historical event and, um, bringing in some context, bits of folklore, bits of history, language, um, and then telling the story in a way that that uses that context to inform the the reader or the listener, I guess, in this point where they, you know, it's like going into a 3D movie where if you're not given the glasses, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. once you put those glasses on, everything comes to life. And I think that's probably why lore connected so well um, early on and still does is because people, they're getting a complex historical lesson, but they're getting it with all the tools they need to really experience it fully. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, you started out not expecting all of this, but, um, I spent, I spent the first few months saying, all right, <laughs> what did I do that worked and how can I, how can I reverse engineer this to repeat it on a biweekly basis? And uh, I think so far it's, it's, we're, we're working out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd say more than okay. Um, well, it looks like the first in, in a three book series. Is that right? Um, yeah. Yep. The uh, book two will come out at the end of May and book three ideally is out in October uh, this year. So that's awesome. each one of them, it kind of covers the, you know, the definition of a noun, the, a person, place or thing. And mm-hmm. so book one, Monsters, Creatures is the things. It's it's all the episodes from the podcast that have to do with creatures of some kind um, combined with with uh, rare material that not a lot of people have read, plus g- gorgeous illustrations. And it's in this beautiful package. And um, then the next book is Wicked Mortals. It's about people, people who do bad things, people who, you know, have weird tendencies. And then uh, the last book is Dreadful Places, which is obviously about places. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you must be uh, in the midst of either finishing up that second book or you're, or it's already done and you're kind of working on the third one now or? Um, so we're, second book right now, I just turned in my my revisions to to their I don't know the names of the process. It's, it's all still so new to me. I, I hand my manuscript over and I get it back with edits and I just, yeah. I just went over that and turned it back in. So I know the artwork's being pulled together. It's gorgeous. Um, it's such a fun topic, the wicked mortals to have hmm. like, all these people with things that they've done. Um, drawn <laughs> up. it's, it's great. And, uh, the artist that works with us, um, MS Corley, he's really great at taking like the theme of an episode or a, a chapter and boiling it down into one specific, um, sketch that that doesn't give away the plot but also fully represents it and it's it's really well done yeah yeah well that's cool um congrats on all that and everything that's happening you also did it looks like a uh like a live event want to talk a little bit about that was that kind of nerve-wracking was that fun or um so i started doing live shows within months of launching the show actually people started reaching out and saying hey do you want to come do it in our theater and i I didn't know what that meant at the time. Um, so, you know, back then I would sit down at a table with printed out episode text. I'd go through and pick three, three episodes that already existed. And and then I would control the music with my iPad and kind of do everything while looking down at a piece of paper. And it wasn't <laughs> the best experience, but, but I did a number of live shows like that and people seemed That's to cool. enjoy it. What I like the most about it is getting out of the bubble that you're in as a writer and as a podcaster, you know, you write by yourself yeah. and then you, obviously I record by myself and then I produce by myself. So it's this lonely job and to get out and actually, you know, connect with people that love this creation and hear from them. And, and it's, it's, a, it's an amazing experience. This last year for 2017, what I did is partnered up with, uh, with my composer, Chad Lawson. He's a classical pianist, mm-hmm. um, num- number one billboard, iTunes, Amazon artist. Like he's, he's, He's the thing. Like he's awesome, and uh, so he he travels with me. Every time we show up at a venue, there's a there's a grand piano on stage, usually a Steinway, nice. and he he plays the, the the stuff that he's composed for the podcast while I stand on the stage with the leather bound book that has my 90 minute script in it. And I just tell story after story and they're tied together with themes and there are moments where I step out of the story and, you know, there's interstitial material to kind of, you know, get the audience, you know, to follow along. And, yeah. uh, you know, then there's some new content that most people haven't heard and it's, it's, um, it's great. It, it really worked out well. Nice. Nice. Um, well, that sounds a lot of fun. I want to try to catch one of those if I get a chance. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, yeah, let's dig into your productivity a little bit as a writer, because it's, you know, writing obviously is a bedrock to everything that you do. Yeah. Um, so I know you've talked about research 
um, in some other places, but a little, give us a little bit of background on, on the amount of research that goes into the writing process, whether it be, you know, creating a, a new episode or kind of, you know, wh- like how much time are you putting into just reading and, and filling your brain with these stories? Well, you know, reading and research, I mean, it takes up a lot of time. Um, but I'm in this really unique spot now, uh, having, you know, climbed the mountains that I've climbed that, that I have a couple of research assistants who work for me. Nice. Um, and they do a lot of the initial work. You know, um, I just sent the topic off to Marset today where I, you know, I, I usually say, here's the name of the topic, you know, like it's a person or a place or a thing. Um, and then I, then I, I say, here's, here are a couple themes or here's a focus that I want to nail down on, or like, I, it's a big story. So let's talk about this, this portion of their life, whatever it is. Um, and then what they do is they go off and they get me, they give me dates, um, you know, in a timeline, they get me, um, biographical information. Um, if there are terms or culturally specific elements to the story, you know, those will be bullet points where it lists out, okay, well that thing means this and here are three examples of it. And so, so that I can, I can start my process with, um, a little bit more focus. I tend to get lost in rabbit trails. So Mm -hmm. this, this is great for me because I don't even have to open up a computer. I can sit there with it printed out and I can Hmm. go through the outline that they give me. And and once I've read it, I can step aside and say, all right, um, I, I can feel where the three acts of the story are. So I'm going to cut here, here, and, and here, this is the spot that I'm going to, you know, and so I can structure it with a pen and paper. And then I sit down and and dig deeper. I say, I want to know more about this thing or whatever. And so, um, you know, the topic might determine how long one of the research assistants spends on uh, the material, but you know, they're, they're in there for five to 10 hours probably. And then I've got another, you know, five to 10 in there to get myself ready to write. And then, and then I write and you know, an episode is about five days of writing for me. Wow. Wow. So about a week then of writing. Um, do you you sit down every day? Do you kind of schedule chunks or how how does that process work for you? Yeah, I write every day, Monday through Friday. Um, one of the beauties of living on the East coast and having TV show responsibilities on the West coast, which I learned last year was that they don't wake up until about 10 AM my time. So, (laughs) you know, so I, I can sit down at the computer and, and write uninterrupted, you know, my agent's not calling. I don't have anything weird going on. I, my publisher is on the East coast. So I do sometimes get those emails, but for the most part, you know, Monday through Friday, 7 AM to 10 AM. That's, that's when I write. Nice. Nice. Thanks so much for joining us for this half of a tour of the writer's process. If you enjoy The Writer Files, please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts to help other writers find us. And for more episodes or just to leave a comment or a question, you can always drop by writerfiles.fm and chat with me on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week. (laughs) 